Hey guys, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So today I'd like to talk about Roe being overturned. Y'all, this is so exciting. I honestly cannot get over this actually happening. I mean, I didn't really think, I really didn't think that this was, that Roe was going to be overturned in my lifetime. Like I was hoping for that. I have been saying things like, you know, Roe won't outlive me and I've been really pulling for that, but I didn't really think that I would be alive to see Roe be overturned. And it's, it's so exciting to me. And I've been telling everybody this. This is like the Super Bowl for Jenny Robinson. But I, I just am so excited um, about America doing a good thing and about us heading in a more moral direction. And I've also been telling everybody, I really think that this is the start of the moral revolution. I was talking about on the last episode that, you know, we had our sexual revolution, but now I think we're really heading into a moral revolution. And I'm really excited about it because like I was also saying on the last episode, you know, I think people really are missing just real things. I mean, real spirituality, real morality, real, all of these different things that we've just, we've, we've painted a lot of things with this, this superficiality and this fake um, veil of sorts. And I, I'm just really excited for things to start moving in a more moral direction ultimately. And I do believe that Roe is kind of the big push into that direction. And I'm really excited about it. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the overturning of Roe on this episode. And also, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about what I think is going on with Joe Biden's, um, what are we going to call it? How about deceptiveness and decrepitness? Because I think that that's fitting. I think both of those work. Before we get into everything, I just want to remind you guys about Police Coffee, which is an officer-owned business dedicated to crafting the finest coffees and blends and shipped as soon as they are made to provide you with the freshest coffee available. Each batch is roasted fresh by people who know what it means to stay vigilant, and we all need to stay vigilant these days. Their specialty coffees do not waste a drop when flavor is concerned, and I can vouch for that, so I definitely recommend that y'all check out Police Coffee. I will have a link below for you guys to easily access that, and if you go quickly, you can get 10% off of your first order. Definitely recommend that y'all check that out. I am a huge fan of coffee. Y'all know that. Um, okay, so on June 24th, the Supreme Court voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. And I don't know if y'all remember this, but everybody online was just like, you were either like really, really pumped about this, or you were really, really like a crazy leftist screaming in the streets and wearing like fake blood and like being a crazy lunatic person. So there was really no middle ground. It was kind of like you were happy about this or you were like really, 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 really bummed out and so bummed out that you were getting violent in the streets and that's still happening. I mean, it's been about a week now and, and people are still just being crazy and violent and just flashback to when this same mob, the same mom of these, I don't know what you want to call these women. I have been calling them wildebeest women because I, I don't know how to say it nicely, but like, these are not, these are not 
women women like i mean these are crazy women and they are just losing their minds and they are wearing like fake blood and and just crazy women and they were all going and they were targeting and they were harassing if y'all remember this before roe was overturned because the draft was leaked by by the way we don't know who the leaker is we still don't know that um but because the roe draft was leaked they were threatening and harassing supreme court justices i mean they literally went after kavanaugh they were attacking clarence thomas like all of the conservative justices they were they were releasing their addresses online they were like showing up to their houses they were they were getting crazy so it's not shocking to me that these people are acting this way. I mean, Roe being overturned is like their worst nightmare. So it's like, you know, they finally have to be like responsible adults and take sex seriously and understand that there are consequences to intercourse. And it's like, they're not really ready for that, I guess. I mean, somehow they just have not grown up into a human being that is an adult and they cannot understand somehow, even though you learn that in basic biology in elementary school, that like, this is how, this is how human beings exist okay you have sex you can get pregnant and then you have a baby and that is your baby forever and you have a child and that is how that works so these women do not want to understand that there's a lot of these crazy feminist men by the way too who are just like really really upset that they can't sexually use women as readily and easily anymore i mean they're, they're not going to be able to do that i mean all of the hoes are upset hoes be mad out here um it's kind of funny to me honestly to see you know people try to find ways to justify re-reversing row like there's a lot of people that are like well what if there's like what if there's a miscarriage and then then the mom has to get the re and then like all of the miscarriage doesn't come out so they have to go in and do a dnc abortion to get the rest of the miscarriage out when the baby dies of natural causes and they're just they're taking these stories and they're trying to make it into something where it's like you know these crazy extreme rare rare like instances of things happening and they want to use that as a justification to keep all abortion legal because i don't know if y'all knew this but most abortions 98 percent of abortions are elective abortions they're not for some crazy wild oh my gosh she was raped and then she got pregnant and now and she's like like 11 or something and like they have all of these stupid, stupid things that it's like, yeah, it's tragic when that happens. It is tragic when somebody is raped and gets pregnant. It is tragic if somebody is has like an incest thing going on. Like, that's all tragic. But you can't take those things that occur in less than 1% of all abortions and, and try to take that and apply it to all abortions, which, again, is like 98% are elective. So... An elective just means you're choosing to do that, like not for any real reason. You just want to be a hoe and you don't want to have a baby to take care of. So that is what elective abortion means. But these these women are crazy, honestly, like I can't stand these people, um, but they're they're losing their minds. And it's like, OK, if there's a miscarriage and for some reason the woman doesn't pass the miscarriage fully, you yeah, you get a DNC, you get a DNC procedure to get the rest of, of the baby out. And again, that's tragic, but you cannot conflate a miscarriage and an abortion. I mean, there's a DNC abortion, but you there's also a DNC procedure and it is a, an abortion if you are killing the baby 
inside of the womb and then removing it. It is a completely different thing if it is a miscarriage and then the doctor has to do a DNC procedure to go get the rest of the dead baby out of your womb. There's a difference. And I am really like, <laughs> I get really fired up about that because I have just been seeing that argument circulate the internet. And it's so hard to debate with people who don't even know what they're talking about. And so I just wanted to kind of clarify that. I also just want to talk about how a lot of people think that abortion is like legitimately illegal now. What this means, you guys, that because Roe is overturned, what this means is it has taken federal power away from the government to determine whether or not abortion is legal. It literally just sends the decision back to the states, which is a good thing. Decentralization is a good thing because you do not want the government to have all of this crazy power. There have been a lot of people that have been asking me, you know, like, shouldn't, shouldn't it go further? Shouldn't it be like the government decides that all abortion is illegal? I think ideally, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be so great if our country were ready for that. But I don't think that our country is. And I do think that decentralization is a good thing. And I do think it needs to be up to the individual states. And I do think that the way that we really win this battle, ultimately, the life battle is, is to change hearts, not just laws, because laws change a lot, but hearts, they don't really change a lot. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a big fan of decentralization and I'm a big fan of changing hearts, not just laws on this issue, because I think it's going to take both, but it's going to take uh, kind of like a, a high speed rate of changing hearts, you know, as quickly as we can. And I'm in a slower process of changing the laws because these people are losing their freaking heads and it is going to be a wild time moving forward to see how they really respond to this. And it's just so interesting because even Joe Biden, like his comments after this happened, he was like, you have lost your constitutional right to murder your children. And it's like, there was never a constitutional right to do that, my good sir. Like, there was never a constitutional right to abortion, you guys. Um, you don't have that right. That's not a right in the Constitution. That's not a right from God. Like, you don't have that right. You do not have that right. You have the right to make better choices. And I've been saying that, too, to a lot of the pro-choice community. Everything's a community to me now, by the way, ever since Pride Month. Like, I, my friends, I think I'm hilarious because I'm just like, one of my friends got a gecko recently. And I've been calling it the gecko community whenever there's, like, all of these different geckos on the internet that she's interacting with. But anyway, that's a little weird. Um, but everything's a community to me now. And so the pro-choice community is just like, I've just been telling them, if you're so pro-choice, then why don't y'all make better choices before you get pregnant? Like, why don't y'all do that? It's not that hard. Like, I think a lot of people, um, well, there's actually been one person on the internet who has told me, before you get canceled, you need to reach out and tell everyone that birth control should be illegal. I'm not for that, y'all. I'm not for that. I'm independent. I am very, very closely I'm tight-knit with the libertarian community. I see everything's a community. Um, I don't believe in that. I, I believe like you don't, if you have like religious reasons to not take birth control, don't take it. But you do not have the right to go to anybody else and tell them that they don't have the right to take that because they do have the right to take that. They have the right just like everybody had the right uh, well, supposedly should have, have had the right to decide whether or not they wanted to get the vaccine, people have to have the right to decide whether or not they want to take birth control. And the last thing we're going to want to do at a time like this is to tell all these crazy wildebeest women that they can't take birth control. They've got to be able to have other options. So I'm not, I am just not the person 
and I'm sure y'all can find people out there in the conservative community. Again, everything's a community. Um, I'm sure y'all can find people out there that will say that birth control should be outlawed. I don't believe in that. I do not believe in that. I believe in freedom. I, be I believe in liberty. I believe in having every single way possible in our country to prevent babies from being murdered, even if that means them, you know, not, not implanting and not starting to even develop in the first place, which birth control actually would come in a lot of handy for. So I'm not against that. I've I've also heard like this crazy rumor that uh, the TikTok community is is so stupid. Like they have been saying Clarence Thomas is trying to outlaw birth control and interracial marriages, and I'm like, y'all, please, y'all crazy. Y'all haven't clearly not researched anything. He was clearly talking about Obergefell, which is the court case, which was basically saying you know same sex marriages uh, can happen and same sex. People People can get married. I'm I'm totally for like overturning that because marriage is a biblical term and marriage means marriage is between one man and one woman and God defined that. And it kind of is like to me, this is how I see it. Religious freedom means I get to practice my religion, you get to practice your religion, and you do not mock my religion, and I do not mock your religion, and you do not take or hijack my symbols or my words, and I do not take or mock or any of your words. Like, I think that there's just a common decency and respect. And again, Jesus was not the type of guy that was going to be going around and just, you know, mocking people and taking their symbols and being all rude and stuff. So, like, to me... When the gay community comes for marriage, I'm kind of like, dude, you are literally infringing on, you're just, you're just infringing on our word. You're infringing on our religion. And like, can you just back up a little bit, just like a little bit. And like the pride month people with the rainbow bothers me. Like, I just feel like they're, they're attaching themselves to a symbol that God uses to remind himself that he promised us that he was never going to again, flood the entire earth. Like it, that is God's symbol to us, the Christian community. And I find it very disrespectful for, you know, I just, I find it disrespectful for, um, and I'm sorry, but homosexuality is a sin. I'm, I find it very disrespectful for homosexuals to latch onto that symbol, take that symbol, try to rebrand that symbol. Um, when what they're doing is kind of a big reason why the flood happened in the first place. Like just, so I'm sorry, but I'm not, I mean, that is just how I feel about it. So I digress a little bit. Um, but anyway, my point is that there's just, it's a fine line with the whole religious freedom stuff and religion and everything and separation of church and state and all of that. Like there's, there's, it's a fine line because it's like, I don't want my religion to be stepped on, but I don't want to step on anybody else's religion either. Um, and I think that we all kind of need to, to start thinking of it in, along those lines and in that way, because it's like, as much as you don't want anybody to come after your symbols and your religion and mock you, like you can't be doing that to other people either. And you can't take, um, you know, you can't try to take other people's access to birth control just because it's your religion to believe that that maybe is not okay for people to take. And I completely understand why some people think that it's not okay to take. Um, I know that the Presbyterians believe, you know, very strongly that um, in predestination, and I know that Catholics are really against that and everything. Thing, but you just got to, I just feel like everybody has to like defend and protect their religion. You know, don't let other people come after it. Don't let other people mock it. Don't let other people, you know, do anything weird with your religion, but like, don't, 
don't step on other people's religion either. So I'm just kind of, that's how I feel about those things. And if you are, you know, if you just have a strong opinion about a different religion and I have very strong opinions about Islam, like it's like, okay, you can have your opinions, but you can't go in to the government and try to change laws that match your religion when you live in America, which is about religious freedom. And um, so you just, you just don't want to do that. But again, life is something that is a guaranteed right. And so that uh, there's also a lot of people who are like, well, uh, you're, I don't believe in your Bible, so I should be allowed to kill my children. It's like, no, 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 no. There are a lot of atheists who are pro-life because they also believe like that you just have a right to life because you do, you do in this country, you have a right to life. You never had a right to abortion, but you do have a right to life. And so do your children, which I guess brings me to the women will die, which is what the left has been saying ever since this happened. Women were made to have babies. We were created to carry babies and have babies. And that is what we, like, that is a big reason why we are here. So I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, tragic things happen, but you can't take these very rare things that happen, these very rare tragic things that happen. And again, just like act like it's okay to apply it to every abortion. Like, and by the way, it's just very, very rare that it, it's just, I've never heard of a medically necessary abortion. I've never heard of that. I've heard of babies being due early. I've heard of babies, you know, complications and the babies have been delivered early. My nephews were preemies, my identical twins nephews were preemies. They were born early. They were born via C-section. They got out of there, but you don't just, there's no, I don't, I can't picture a medically necessary reason for someone to go in, stab your baby, pull your baby out. And then thank God that happened because you were going to die if that didn't happen. You're going to have to have your baby one way or another. Why do you guys want to have them dead? Like you have to deliver the baby. Why do you want to deliver it dead? Let me know when y'all know. <laughs> Speaking of Pride Month and crazy leftists, I just want to remind you guys about Johnny the Walrus, which is a children's book by Matt Walsh. I love Matt Walsh. I recommend that everybody follow him on social media, but he has written a children's book about um, a little boy who thinks he's a walrus, but he's not a walrus. He's a human. And I think it's a good children's book to read to your kids because I don't know if y'all have picked up on this like trend, but there's like a lot of kids who think that they're transgender now because it's hip and cool to be transgender now. So the left is pushing it so, so, so much. And a lot of transgender parents, um, if you want to call them that, are, are urging their children into this lifestyle of just mutilating their bodies and, and injecting them with these intense hormones and, and completely changing their anatomy. It's just like crazy what they're trying to do to their kids. And it's, it's all for like a political um, agenda thing. It's just like, well, we're transgender, so our kids must be transgender. And like, it's like, okay, are y'all trying to be supportive and helpful or are y'all trying to push something onto your kids that they don't want? Because it looks a little bit like the latter um, to me. So anyway, Johnny the Walrus is a good book to get and read your kids while they're young before they get exposed to all of this weird TikTok. Yay, transgender. Everybody needs to be transgender. Um, stupid trend that everybody's getting on. So if you want to get that, you can get it at Amazon. You can get it on Goodreads. You can get it at Barnes & Noble. There are a lot of different places they all can get that. And I will have a link below for y'all to easily access that.
Okay, now I kind of want to read over some tweets from both sides um, and get their reactions about Roe being overturned. And I kind of want to get y'all's opinion on this, honestly, because it's just kind of funny. It's kind of funny how incensed the left is and how um, just insane they are versus how sane and moral the right is being about this. I mean, it's predicted, yes, but at the same time, it's kind of still funny to me because it's just kind of like, wow, wow. Y'all are really crazy over there on the left. Y'all really are like crazier than we thought. And we thought y'all were crazy. Still shocking though. Still shocking though. Um, okay. So first actually I want to read one from Samuel say, he said, if you're pro life, but you think our reactions to Roe v. Wade being overturned, it should be quote unquote nuanced. It's because you've believed the lie that preborn babies are less human than people who are born. Would you ask for nuanced reactions if Roe v. Wade was about toddlers. Um, actually, okay, so I like this tweet. I agree with Samuel say on a lot of things. I, I recommend that y'all follow him as well. He's um, at slow to write on Twitter. Um, he has a lot of great insight into a lot of different issues. Um, but it's like, I completely agree with this, but in California, they're really trying to push for um, legalizing infanticide, actual infanticide, where after the baby is born, they're trying to legalize it to where women are going to be able to murder their baby like up to like a month or two after they're born. Like if the mom decides that she doesn't want the baby anymore, she can murder that baby. Like murder her baby, you guys, after his, after her baby's born. And, and that's like considered abortion. And that is the slippery slope we've been t trying to tell you guys about. Like that is kind of, to me, it's like shocking. It's shocking. Like this tweet should be something to really, really think about. And I do agree with the, the principle of what he's saying, but it's kind of like they're actually pushing for infanticide that like they're actually pushing to kill. And when does it stop? Like, would they get to the point where they are okay with killing toddlers? And like, that's an abortion. And like, what about if they're eight, you know, I mean, is that, still I mean they're still they still rely on the mom they still rely on the dad they still rely on people like are they really viable if they're eight what about if they're 10 I mean what if that what if they're like 14 like they're still not quite 18 like they're not able to take care of themselves by themselves quite yet but like when does it stop when does it stop guys I mean we've really got to start thinking about what they're actually trying to do I mean Roe being overturned I think honestly the Supreme Court probably saw what was going on in California it was like oh whoa we can not have that happening in every freaking state like that would be a disaster that would be infanticide that would be murder it is murder but like this is a slippery freaking slope that we're on and um i'm just i'm really excited that the supreme court did the right thing okay let's read through um let's see what does this say wendell hughesbow uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right, said the court was 100% white and male when Roe v. Wade was ruled as law in 1973. That's another great point. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit too. When Roe v. Wade was ruled as law in 1973... Um, it was ruled as law by seven men, seven white men. So when these women come out and they're like, men should not have an opinion on our bodies. It's like, okay, well, actually it was like seven men who decided that you were going to be able to do whatever you wanted with your body. And by the way, let's think about what kind of men those were. Like, I bet those were the feminists. Let me use you for sex and then leave you type of men. Like they probably were so pumped about passing this. Um, <laughs> like you guys have got to wake up. You 
think that these men are for you when they're for abortion, but they're not. They're for using you. And it's and it's disastrous for everybody in our culture. It is disastrous for everyone in society. Like it is literally killing us and nobody will pay attention to what we're becoming because it is just too inconvenient. A lot of us just don't want to give up our sin, but we're going to have to try a lot harder because it's going to be, I mean, illegal in a lot of states now. But just from a regular old look at your soul standpoint, we are not doing well if we're if we're for this so vehemently for killing our own babies. I mean, we really got to look in the mirror at some point and ask ourselves if we like the direction we're headed in because I 100% do not. And the, but now I do. Now I do. At least for, you know, abortion, I'm I'm really excited for where we're potentially headed as a nation. Um, but yeah. Wait, I want to play you guys this video from um this is from Kyle Mann and it says exclusive from the Babylon B colon Satan responds to Roe v. Wade defeat. This is this is really funny. Are you all ready? Okay, let me play this. I want to thank you all for coming down here today. I hope it's not too hot. You can always turn the thermostat down a couple thousand degrees if anyone gets uncomfortable. Hmm. This flavor is my favorite. As you all know, the team and I suffered a uh, big defeat this week with um, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. We went out there, we, we gave it our all uh, with fantastic offensive game, but ultimately the good guys and, uh, and Justice Roberts came in clutch. Played a better game. So let's, uh, let's take some questions. Uh, you, you there with the teeth. Satan, it seemed like you had it in the bag with Roe on lockdown for 50 years. What went wrong out there? Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you for the question. Um, you know, we got to look on the bright side here. We, we put up some incredible numbers. Over 60 million PBAs, that's preborn babies aborted for the late person. It's an absolute world record. Uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit, though. This is a team sport, and uh, got an incredible team. You know, got Planned Parenthood, Moloch, Nancy Pelosi. They all made this possible. It didn't go the way that we uh, wanted this time. But in the end, we still have a championship team of demons, devils, and Democrats out there. And, you know, there's always, uh, there's always next season. Excuse me, the devil, uh, what are your plans for the health franchise going forward? Excellent question. Uh, obviously, this is a rebuilding year for us. We're going we're gonna to build back better. And uh, we have some great up-and-coming prospects. we got Kamala Harris. Uh, you've heard her uh, demonic cackle. Of course, it's one of the best in the game. It scares even me sometimes. Ooh. <laughs> you know. uh, of course, we've got all the, the progressive Christians out there. Uh, we got the guy from Green Day. we got Pink now. And, of course, the Republicans with the weak defensive game. So thanks, Mitch. Um, you know, they let us remain dominant killing babies for over 50 years. And let's not forget, we still have, we still have California and New York in, in, in the bag putting up incredible numbers child sacrifice department <laughs> um i i love the babylon bee the babylon bee is hysterical it's like it's hilarious because the babylon bee is supposed to be parody satire stuff but it's actually more honest than any of the other news like honestly though so i i really recommend that everybody follow the babylon bee and keep up to date with all of their stories because their parody is more honest than any of the news is reality like it's, it's quote unquote like it's not real what they're putting out there you guys but the babylon bee is, is hilarious um um, 
that is probably <laughs> i love how they had him talking like it was like after a sports game like what went wrong satan and he's just like man we really put up a fight we really put up a fight for 50 years we were really killing babies right and left we got we got like 60 million babies killed like we really did the best we could like I just really feel like that is actually Satan though. Like, I really feel like he was, he's just like, damn, you know, like, damn, like Roe is overturned. Damn. But like, you know, we really did our, we really did the best we could out there. Like we really got a lot of babies killed. So it's, it's funny, but it's also like actually like, you know, pretty real. Like that's why I'm saying like, I'll need to definitely keep tabs on Babylon B. Like it's, it's true. Like Satan is probably like bummed out that Roe has been overturned. Um, and so, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's funny and it's not, but it is nice that the Babylon B is putting out these things to remind everybody about what is actually happening. Okay. So now I'm going to go over some tweets from the, um, the pro choice community who was not very pro choice about the vaccine, by the way. Um, let's go over actually speaking of which here's one's from, uh, here's one from Kalia. I don't know how to pronounce her name, girlfriend, but she said Republicans were so loud with quote unquote, my body my choice when it came to getting vaccinated. Yeah. Because that actually was our body. Like that actually was our body. It wasn't us murdering our child within us. That was our body. And we wanted to do with it what we wanted. And I am very, very my body, my choice when it comes to vaccines. I'm very my body, my choice when it's actually your body, because it is actually your choice when it is actually your body. But when it is your baby's body inside of your body, that is not your body. They have a separate DNA girl and it's not your decision. If it's, if it were really my body, my choice, and y'all really meant that, you would have to mean that you wanted to murder yourself, not your child. You're not talking about your body. Yes, he, he or she is inside of you. That doesn't mean that he or she is you. So you can't just go in there and like take your child's life. But it was a good try. It was a, it was a really good try with that tweet. Um, let's see. Libby Davis says, remember when the mask mandates came out and pro-lifers were like my body, my choice again with the vaccine stuff. Um, again, same, same thing that I just said, like that actually is our body and our choice. So it's different. Um, let's see. Megan, the stallion gets crowd of thousands at the Glastonbury festival to scream my body, my mother effing choice. Let's listen to that. Let's listen to that. Should be fun.
So that was scary. Um, just that was very frightening. Like it, it terrifies me. Hollywood is so freaky. Um, all of the people when they were chanting back, you know, my body, my mother effing choice or whatever they were saying. It's like that is just so demonic sounding to me. Like as soon as they she was like, say it back to me. And she kept saying it. And then they kept saying it back. It's just that's just demonic to me. They don't understand what they're saying. They don't understand what they're implying or what they're doing. Like they don't get it. And they don't stop to think because everybody's so, so selfish. And that is, it, it breaks my heart. Like Hollywood, um, Hollywood is a disaster, but I have been seeing like a lot of celebrities and it doesn't seem like they're allowed like to have a pro-life stance. Like it genuinely feels like somebody in Hollywood. And I know it's just the, the need to fit in and the need to be popular and the need to, um, not be disowned by any powerful people in Hollywood. I, I know that that's what it actually is, but it just feels like they're just genuinely not allowed and they are, but they're choosing not to for their hellish career. Um, like it doesn't feel like they're allowed to, to be pro-life and that's, and that's terrifying. Um, speaking of which I want to read, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I just want to say really quick, it's just ironic that they say my body, my choice. It's your, it's not when you're pregnant, but it is when you're not pregnant and y'all are choosing to not, to not have like your own opinions in Hollywood. I just think it's kind of ironic, but anyway, um, I want to read a tweet from Taylor Swift about this, who is the left's new, uh, a poster girl. Like, by the way, Taylor Swift was never political until she almost lost her career. She literally got super liberal because it was her way back in. It was her ticket back in to the Hollywood world. And it was her ticket back into fame and to mattering. And that is the card that she played. And now she has to stick to it. But let's, let's read what Dr. Taylor Swift has to say, and she is an honorary doctor now, which is scary. Um, but she's literally, I, I said this the other day on social media, but I was like, she has not aged since she got famous, like at 16. Like she is literally 16, basically. Um, she hasn't matured. So I'm going to read this and then my response to it. And then I'm going to wrap this up. Okay. So Taylor Swift shared, um, a statement from Michelle Obama, uh, who had said my thoughts on the Supreme court's decision to overturn Ruby Wade. And then her spewing about how women will die, even though that will be not happening. Um, babies were dying with Roe. I don't know if you knew that Michelle. I don't know if you care. Um, anyway, Taylor Swift quote tweeted it and said, I'm absolutely terrified that this is where we are, that after so many decades of people fighting for women's rights to their own bodies, today's decision has stripped of, uh, stripped us of that. Um, so I quote tweeted Taylor's comment and said, well, maybe if y'all stopped stripping for everyone, you wouldn't feel the need to kill your own babies, Taylor. But we know you couldn't possibly understand. Also, what's with all these celebrities dissing the decision in unison? Are y'all allowed to think differently? Um, I think we know the answer to that. No, they're not. Or they're kicked out of Hollywood land. Um, so I don't know. There's a, there's tons of celebrities that are coming out all fired up about this stupid, um, you know, fake, like I'm yay abortion. No, you're not. You're gay fitting in your gay fame, your gay money. And that is why y'all are doing this. I mean, honestly, I just feel like a lot of people in Hollywood have such a developed fake identity, uh, and persona that they really genuinely don't know who they actually are or what they actually believe. It's all about the fame. It's all about the applause. It's all about fitting in. 
and getting paid and getting, you know, more, more from everything. Like it's, it's just, they're, they're so egotistical and they're such egomaniacs that it's like, whatever, if it's any, they just don't know who they are. Like they just don't know who they are, what they believe. Um, they're just going to do whatever it takes to, to have the most clicks or whatever it is they're looking for. Um, so anyway, um, I guess, I don't know. There's a lot of other things I want to say about this, but I'll do another episode on it with, um, a guest soon. I just wanted to get my initial reaction to row out and I would love to hear your guys's opinion on all of this. Y'all have been telling me a lot of things online and I love getting y'all's happy emojis about all of this and your happy messages. Um, I think it's, it's really important that we change hearts, not just laws. I stand by that. So as we're being happy about this, as we are moving forward with, you know, a new rowless America, I think it's really, really important that we maintain Christ-like behavior and demeanors and not rub this in the left's face, me included. I need to like, you know, not do that um, and be loving and be supportive and let these women know that they have other options and don't be out here, you know, trying to take their birth control away. Like, I just don't think that restricting the in that way is like what you're going to want to do right now. We need to be loving and we need to be kind and we need to be understanding, maintaining the fact of the matter, which is life starts at conception and life is a God-given and constitutional given right and remind them of that. So... I know it's hard to to kind of like find common ground on this issue because everybody's so divided on it. Um, but we we really have to do our best to to be there for these women, even if we disagree with them, because the only thing that is going to let them know, you know, we really do care and we really are here and we're not just, you know, wanting you to like we're not just pro birth. We're going to be there for you and we're going to try to understand uh, what you're going through, but we're not going to be able to lie to you or lie to ourselves or lie to anybody else about what an abortion is. Abortion is murder. We will be honest with you guys about that. We cannot lie. That is not actually loving. That is hateful. Um, okay. So be empathetic, be compassionate. Do not let people lie to you. Do not lie to other people. The truth will set us all free. So I will leave you guys with that and I will see you guys here next time. (laughs) 